Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of the End Zone Podcast. WTOC Sports Director Jake Wallace alongside our sports anchor reporter Lindsey Goff on the first official fall, uh, first official Friday night, excuse me, of the fall. And we've got some really good games tonight. We're going to break down some of the stuff uh, that we'll be looking at tonight on the End Zone and some things that happened last night that we found interesting as well. Mm-hmm. But we'll start with the present. And Lindsay, we've got uh, some games that are that are kick some teams that are kicking off region play, some teams that are, are already in region play. But the two games that I wanted to start with tonight are non-region games. Two games I find interesting. One you'll be at, and we'll start with that one: Brunswick at New Hampstead mm-hmm. over in Pooler, the Phoenix two and two under new head coach uh, Kyle Hockman. And you look at this region. Wayne County, Ware County, South Effingham, New Hampstead, and Statesboro. That's four teams that have gotten off to really good starts this year, and one of them's getting left out of the playoffs. <laughs> and so, for, way to be the bearer of bad news, Jake. Right. Well, you know, four get in, you got five good teams. Somebody's going to get left out. And so, while this isn't a region game against the Pirates coming up from Brunswick, you know, with region play looming, mm-hmm. they'd love to be starting to play their best, starting to find that groove. And under a new head coach, fifth game of the year, you're figuring this is probably where it'll start right. happening. Yeah, they've got that 2-2 two and two record like you mentioned. I think they won their last game, so I think they're on a mm-hmm. one-game winning streak at this point. Yep. Um, consistency is key, so they definitely have something to prove tonight. And as they continue to figure out their identity and that sort of thing, a win would be huge, even though you mentioned it's not region implications uh a win's a win and if nothing else it's a confidence booster and you learn a little bit about yourselves every week yeah new hampstead coming off that win at richmond hill last week a game that i think maybe surprised a lot of people in terms of the result um 21 14 the phoenix won over richmond hill looking for their first win streak under hockman And, and look this new hampstead team's got a ton of talent i don't think anyone's surprised that they're playing well but when you start looking at where they – I don't think anyone expected them to be a region title contender. And mm-hmm. when you look at all five of these teams in this region, realistically, you can work out some situations where, where any of them could win. Obviously, I right. think Statesboro and New Hampstead are the two teams that are going to be the dark horses, the teams that would be really surprising. Um, but with the way South Effingham's played, you look at Wayne County and Ware County – All three of those teams are are probably favorites as of this point to win a region title. Yeah, that's fair. I've got to see South Effingham up close, and uh, they they look really good. They're fun to watch. Yeah, the the Mustangs on the road tonight against Pierce County, another team that's undefeated. That'll be um, a really good game down in Blackshear. The other uh, non-region game that we want to talk about, Richmond Hill at Liberty County, and this Richmond Hill team on a two-game losing streak. They've dropped two close ones they lost Mm -hmm. to camden county on the road uh two weeks ago 24 20 and then lost last week to new Hampstead at home 21 14 and uh this is a young team for the wildcats but um this would be a a good game for for richmond hill to get taken on a liberty county team that is two and oh two of their games have been canceled this year one by the hurricane the other um for just kind of some some unknown reasons but um Kirk Warner's team has been really good this year. They have two blowout victories, and you look at this stat, 284 rushing yards a game. They know what they want to do, that's, and that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's get the ball <laughs> on the ground and go. And so this is a game in Hinesville that, that I'm really interested to see. We're going to find out a lot about Liberty County um, tonight. 
the the Panthers are are a, a perennial region title contender, um, but a win tonight would really go a long way to maybe making a statement for where they stand in Class AAA mm-hmm. after two games that you know they were expected to win and win handedly, and they did. Now will be a really good test. In a Richmond Hill team that I think is better than their record shows. I think so, too. I saw them last week. I was at that game, and I agree. I think they look better when you see them than their record would indicate. And you mentioned that um, – Liberty County. Liberty County. Thank you. I almost said Long County. Um, has has had games canceled. So they've had less games than most of the other teams were out here covering. So uh, they definitely need to make a stand tonight mm-hmm. as well. There's a lot on the line. Yeah, those fresh legs. Hopefully for Kirk Warner's team, they're hoping that they have some fresh legs um, and can get a victory tonight, move to 3-0. and Finally, a region game in uh, 2AA that, that I'll be at tonight over at the Pit in Lions. It's called the Pit, real name Booster Stadium, but – when your stadium's the pit, we're calling it the pit. Uh, Tombs County hosting Metter. Um, these two teams have, have been really good to start the year. Metter uh, dropped their opening season game to Island since then. They've won three straight. Tombs County 3-0, and a big win at Claxton at the Pecan Grove two weeks ago. Um, they had a week off last week, so they're coming off into this one really fresh. And um, this is a big region game. It's the region opener for both teams, and Last year, Toombs County won this game 2017 in overtime. Toombs was the four seed. They got into the playoffs. Metter was the five seed. They did not. So this was the difference in who went to the postseason and who didn't. I'm sure they haven't forgotten. Yeah, actually, that was that was the thing I was going to bring up. I spoke with uh, Metter head coach Rodney Garvin earlier this week, and he said, I'm not big on revenge, he said, but I wanted <laughs> but. guys to know that this was the game that, that made a difference. It was an overtime game. Uh, they made a few changes over at Metter. You're going to hear some more about that in just a second. But really looking forward to this game. This is two kind of small towns, small uh, school programs that, that have success on the football field. And when they do, um, I think it's really good for their communities. And they, mm-hmm. the communities show out and there's a lot of support. So I'm looking forward to this one tonight over in Lions. It's going to be one of our premier games tonight on the end zone. But here's the interview I had with uh, Metter head coach Rodney Garvin earlier this week. Take a listen. Well, Coach, obviously this is a, uh, we just mentioned, a big game, big region game against an undefeated Toombs County team in, in the pit. How are your guys feeling? How excited are they for this, for this Friday night? Well, they're very excited. You know, we've, had a, we've had a good season thus far. Uh, big rivalry game for us with Toombs County. They're very good. You know, they've got the, the new turf field over there at their place, obviously, and it looks great. We've seen them. You know, a little bit on film, and, and uh, they're very good. Um, but we've had a great week of preparation, and our kids are excited to play. You guys are obviously three three game win streak now. What is what has worked for your guys so far this season? Well, you know, we we switched offenses from the wishbone to the wing tee, and our kids have bought into that. And they're excited about it, uh, with us being very multiple on offense, and we, we're still running the same thing on defense. So, you know, year two, you know. A lot of familiarity with what we're doing, and uh, we got a lot of young kids who are just buying into what we're doing. This is uh, two teams that have region title aspirations. What does a win Friday night mean for your squad? Well, it just kind of gives you an upper hand, yeah. you know, as the season goes on in case there's a tiebreaker or anything like that goes. You know, we just take it one game at a time, Jake. Um, you know, Toombs is the only one we're looking at and just really focused in on that. But do your guys, do they grasp how big this game is and what it can mean down the road? No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. You know, 
ECI is the big game around here, um, and I and I, you know, I get that. I understand rivalry ball games, obviously, but uh, I'm trying to create some rivalry within our region. And uh, Toombs County, you know, it's only 30 miles down the road for us, and they got us last year in an overtime football game. You know, I'm not a big guy on revenge, but uh, you know, we're using that to motivate the guys for sure. So that'll be a 7:30 game tonight at the pit. Thanks to Rodney Garvin for uh, joining us on the podcast today. And Lindsay, we had we have a bunch of games tonight, a full slate of games tonight. But there was a full slate of games last night as mm-hmm. well. Some Thursday night football um, that you got to go see. I'll just kind of run through the results here, and yeah. then we'll talk a little bit more about them. Jenkins shuts out Windsor Forest in region play, uh, 30 nothing the final there. The Warriors now outscoring region opponents 148 to eight. Casual. Three games, yeah, three games into the season so far. Islands High School 65-12 over Groves, about what was expected from the Sharks, who continue to win. They're now 5-0. and um, The good thing about this two, these things is Jenkins and Islands play each other next week. That's in a Thursday night game Man, over that'll at be Memorial a fun one. Stadium. Uh, the winner going to get a leg up towards that region title hunt. We'll talk about that more in just a second. And then Savannah Country Day, the Cardiac Hornets, as I saw someone on Twitter <laughs> call them, 21-20 winners over Johnson. Barry Kleinpeter, a touchdown run uh, with under two minutes to play to give the Hornets the victory after the extra point. Savannah Country Day now 4-0 and for the second yep. straight year. And uh, region play starting for um, the Hornets next week. So we'll, we'll get back to, to Jenkins and Islands in just a second. wanted to touch quickly on, on Country Day. This is a, a 4-0 start. The, it may not, it's not probably the most impressive 4-0 start in history. Right. They haven't you know, beat up on... Hasn't uh, always been pretty. And they haven't really you know, beat up on a bunch of great teams. But when you start looking at single A and where region doesn't mean as much because it's all based on power ratings in terms of who's getting into the playoffs and mm-hmm. who's staying at home, winning is winning and beating a Johnson team that's in class AAA mm-hmm. is going to help that power rating. So for the Hornets, when you're looking at it for them, doesn't matter if it's been the prettiest thing in the world, doesn't matter if it's as as real a 4-0 <laughs> start as it can be maybe, it's four it's real. Wins. It's four wins. It's no losses, and that's going to help you as those power ratings continue to move forward. Um, five games left now for for Country Day and uh, Region Play starting next week against Claxton at home. That'll be a really good game as well. Back to Jenkins and Islands, mm-hmm. two teams that have been as impressive as any so far this year, especially in Region Play. The Warriors are just tenacious on defense. Um, and they're going to play an Islands team that, that has figured out their attack so far this year offensively. Um, a lot of talented players. I'm really looking forward to this game. Next that time. one's going to be a lot of fun. I haven't seen Islands up close and personal yet this season. I've just seen the highlights that you guys have seen. Uh, but I was at the Jenkins game last night, and mm-hmm. their defense certainly looks good. And uh, they scored an offensive touchdown while I was there, so mm-hmm. obviously their offense isn't bad either. Um, West Virginia was in the house mm-hmm. watching their defense a little bit, mm-hmm. taking it in, and they, they mentioned that they might stop by the Islands game mm-hmm. after that Jenkins game. Uh, so I don't know if they ended up stopping by or not, but it's certainly not just people in this area are taking notice mm-hmm. of these teams, but uh, college coaches as well. Yeah, there's there's a lot of Division One talent that will be on the field next week when Jenkins and Islands play. Um, it's going to be a really good game. We mentioned, you know, I mentioned in a podcast earlier this week how all – 
kind of off season we thought it was going to be Benedict and Jenkins that that game late in the season that'll decide the region title. Now Islands has, has broken through and, and made their name mm-hmm. for themselves, and this game's really going to be the first of three games that will determine that region three AAA title. Uh, so that'll be uh, seven o'clock at Memorial Stadium on Thursday. Of course, we'll bring there bring we'll be there and we'll bring you the highlights that Thursday night on the news at eleven. So tonight's games, Lindsay's got a few. I'll be in Lions for Metter and Tombs County, mm-hmm. and then we'll both see you tonight on the set of the End Zone eleven twenty right there during the news at eleven. Thanks for listening, everybody. For Lindsay, I'm Jake. We'll see you tonight on the End Zone.